Spirit Led Life podcast. Tonight, I want to talk to you about freedom in Christ. Uh, a, a, a born again believer, a spirit led believer, which is what all of us desire to be, we we can live a life free from condemnation. Now, the enemy wants to condemn you. The world wants to condemn you. Uh, there's all kind of condemnation out there. Uh, thanks, Bubba, for watching my best buddy, Bubba Baker, on there, asking me to impart some wisdom, so I'll do my best for you tonight, Bubba. Uh, as Christ followers, born-again believers, spirit-led believers, we can live a condemnation-free life because Jesus took on himself that condemnation and that judgment that, that really we should have faced. He did it when he died on the cross of Calvary. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2 says, There's no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. So we don't have to live in, we don't have to, to function under condemnation. God has made it, made it available to us to be free. And that's really what I want to talk tonight. Talk to you tonight. Freedom in Christ. What does that look like? What does that sound like? William Graham, Graydon, William Graydon on here with his Brad. Always glad to see him on here. Um, the Spirit-led life is not a list of rules and formulas. It's a personal relationship with the living God. Freedom doesn't come from a list of rules. Freedom doesn't come from trying to be good enough or trying to make yourself good enough because we're not capable of doing those things. F true freedom exists in knowing who we are in Christ, knowing who, who, he, who he is and that he's in us and that we're in him and that he loves us and that we're not, we're not trying to work towards his righteousness. He's already gifted us with that. We're not trying to earn his favor. He's already given us his favor. We're, we're operating from a place of favor already. So uh, I, I just I, I want to get this across tonight that Christ followers are called to live a life of freedom. There is freedom in God. There is freedom in Jesus Christ. There is freedom in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. John 8, 32 says, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. What is truth? Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. We know he is the truth. And it's through that knowledge of his truth that we are set free. John 17, 3 says, this is eternal life, that that that." we would know him, the one true God, and that we would know Jesus Christ through him sent. That's where freedom comes from. Now, I want to talk to you something, about something tonight, just the next couple of minutes. If, if you've just got the podcast rolling and you've and you got some other things going on and you're busy with, if, if you can, just take a few minutes and let's just kind of have a lean-in moment. Hey, Nick, appreciate everything you're doing, man. You're awesome. And, and, and Because I want to talk to you about positional freedom versus conditional freedom. Positional freedom versus conditional freedom. I want to give you an example that I think everyone could understand. And I know the majority of you watching here tonight, those who love history, those who uh, learned in, in their education through the years, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, whatever you did, uh, and I get, do they still teach history in school? <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what anybody does anymore, and it may be a little bit of revisionist history, but hopefully we're still teaching history. But uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, if, if you're familiar with that document, if you're familiar with the speech, uh, President Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation on January 1st, uh, 1863, as our nation was uh, entering into the third year of a bloody civil war. 
And that particular proclamation declared that all persons held as slaves within the rebellious states, the Confederate states, are and henceforward shall be free. Now, all that proclamation did was positionally free the slaves that were held in those Confederate states. It was through the 13th Amendment that the Emancipation really became a national policy. It was passed by the Senate on April 8, 1964, and by the House on January 31, 1865. So this amendment made slavery illegal throughout the entire United States of America. Positional freedom was declared for all people. But even with that, men, women, and children were be, still being held illegally in slavery. Even though everyone had been declared positionally free and it had became a law, it was many, many years before conditional freedom became a reality to those folks suffering through slavery. Now, what Jesus did on Calvary through his sinless life, through his death on the cross, through his glorious resurrection and ascension and sending of the Holy Spirit, he has made positional freedom a reality for everyone. Whether you're a born-again believer or not, positional freedom is there and it's available to you. It's available as you enter into a relationship with him, but he has made it where every person is positionally free. However, we aren't conditionally free until we lay hold of that freedom. I hope I'm communicating that with those who are watching tonight. I hope this is making sense to you. I really want us to understand that. Positionally, we have been made free. But we don't reap the benefits of that freedom until we are conditionally free. How do we get to that place? It's through that time in his word. It's through that time in his presence. It's through listening to and being led by the voice of the Holy Spirit. It's allowing God to break strongholds and remove bondages from our life and, and to set us free from things that so easily have attached itself to us. There are plenty of people who have cried out to God. Romans 10, 13, everyone calls the name of the Lord shall be saved. There are plenty of people who've called out to God who, who have, have asked him to save them, who not only want an eternity in heaven, but, but want a relationship with God now. But in certain areas of our lives, we're still walking in a place of positional freedom, but not conditional freedom. And I would say to you, man and woman, boy and girl, conditional freedom is a must. It's worth fighting for, it's worth praying for, it's worth giving up things for, it's worth surrendering all that you are to live and to walk and to function in a place of conditional freedom. I don't want to just be positionally free. I don't know about you. I want to experience that freedom. I want to be conditionally free. So I hope that that, that, that was clearly communicated. If you have any questions about that, you can pop them in tonight, or you can hit me up anytime you want to, and, and we can talk about whatever you want to talk about uh, outside of this podcast. James chapter 1, verse 22 says this, Don't merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Holy Spirit-led Christ followers act on God's word. And part of being free in Christ and experiencing that conditional freedom is responding to the prompting and the directing of God through His Word and through the person of the Holy Spirit. If you are a child of God, if you are a born-again believer, then your born-again spirit is one with God. That's what Jesus prayed in, in, in His high priestly prayer, God, that they would be one. 
talking about all of us, as you and I are one. We're one in the sense that we are directly of God, and our born-again spirit operates in unity with the Holy Spirit. To enjoy that conditional freedom that we're talking about, then we need to be spirit-led beings, not flesh-led. We need to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh, so we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh, but that we carry out the priorities of the spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17 says, Whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Freedom in Christ comes because we're in relationship with him. Freedom in Christ is a reality to us because of what he's done, and it becomes a conditional reality as we allow him to work in our lives and move in our lives. So with this freedom in mind, something that I think is important for us to remember is let's purpose in our heart to never lose the awe of God and the wonder of God. God is alive in us through the person of the Holy Spirit, but he remains God Almighty. <laughs> he, he is God, always will be. We are not and never will be. We're in relationship with him. We're in covenant with him. We get to partake in, in the things that he has for us, and thank God for all that. We're, we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ, your Bible says, and thank God for that. But let's never treat God flippantly. Let's never treat the Holy Spirit. Let's never treat his son. Let's never treat his word, anything that has to do with, with God. Let's, let's, let's never take that for granted or, or take advantage of that or, or, or somehow think that we've, you know, there, there are certain religions, certain teachings that, that tell you that man like works himself up and, and eventually elevates himself to this God-like status. And that's just, that's just not true. The Bible says this about God, Isaiah 40, verses 12 through 14. It says, Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? Or with the breath of his hand marked off the heavens? Who has held the dust of the earth in a basket or weighed the mountains on the scales and the hills in a balance? Who can fathom the spirit of the Lord or instruct the Lord as his counselor? Who did the Lord consult to enlighten him? And who taught him the right way? Who was it that taught him knowledge or showed him the path of understanding? God's ways aren't our ways. His thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts. Thank God that we get to be in relationship with him. We get to be in covenant with him. We get to be connected with him. But let's never lose our awe, our respect, our, our love, our honor uh, for who God is. As we're talking about freedom in Christ, I just I want to say this to you. If you're having trouble believing what God is leading you into, then I encourage you, get in his word. Spend time in his presence through prayer and through sometimes just simply sitting quietly while he speaks to you or ministers to you or encourages you. God wants us to move forward into every endeavor, but he wants to do it from a place of faith. And sometimes, man, I don't know about you, the Lord has spoken some things to my heart through the years, Brad, where... Um, it took me a long time to pray towards that or pray through that before I really could say I have faith for it. 
you know, we're, we're in the process now. The, the church I pastor, our building's for sale. We're looking at if that building sales transitioning to a house church model. I've met with some other people. We're, we're looking at launching a house church network just because that's what's in my heart. God put it in my heart years ago, gave me an actual vision on the wall at Shaco Springs like 12 years ago and started showing me what it was going to look like and, and, and how it was going to be connected. And, and But i got to be honest, man, I, I was energized, and I, I felt it, and I knew it was true. But to have faith that 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 we could actually do this, that we could actually walk this thing out, that we it took a long time to get to that place. Really, just the last two years, probably, and even now, you know, I'm still okay. I don't know exactly what to do. I don't know how to make this happen. I don't I don't know what the next step is. I don't know who to connect with. But listen, God God knows all those things. He hears those prayers, and you know, the Bible says, "Call on me, and I'll answer you. Show you great and mighty things you didn't know." God said that to Jeremiah. He's no respecter of persons. You might as well say he said it to you. Call on him, and he'll show you some things. Remember, Jesus said, when the spirit of truth comes, he'll guide you into all truth, and he'll show you things to come. Something that I've noticed about Holy Spirit-led believers who understand and are experiencing um, freedom in Christ is they walk in love, and they look for ways to serve others. That's a good litmus test for you in regards to, and me, in regards to where we are in, in our walk with God. If the majority of our thoughts and our actions and, and, and what we're shooting for and planning for are self-serving or empire building or, or branding or any of those things, you know, we, we, we need to check that. <laughs> we need to bring that before the Lord. We need to open ourselves up to Him because those who are experiencing true freedom in Christ really have a heart to walk in love and to look for ways to serve others. Galatians 5, 13 and 14 says this, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Okay, we've established that. God, God has set us free positionally, and the Holy Spirit wants to work in and through us to set us free conditionally. But it goes on to say, don't use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. So it's this freedom that we're walking in, man, should be leading us to a place of loving others, walking in love, and looking for a way to serve. And in doing that, man, we just we we are literally fulfilling everything, just in that that one thought. So as we as as Christ followers, as spirit led believers, as those who have experienced and are continuing to experience freedom in Him, as we relinquish or give over possession or control of things, then the Holy Spirit is able to take control. And trust me, hey Nina, good to see you tonight. I know you're watching from Springville. Trust me when I say things go much better when the Holy Spirit is in control and, and we're not trying to steer the ship, okay? I heard this um, from Pastor Glenn Schaefer, Destiny Life Church in Oklahoma. Um, years ago, I was at a conference in Gardendale, and he was speaking, and he said one day, he, I believe he said he was driving, and it's been years, but I think he said he was driving in his car, and uh, he was just kind of whining, complaining, moaning and groaning, belly aching, whatever term you want to use. And he's like, Lord, you know, the, these people you've given me, you know, this, this church, this, you know, he was just going through it all. And he said, the Lord spoke to him and said, Glenn, they're not your people. They're mine. And then he went on to say this. He said, Glenn, you don't own anything. You don't control anything. You don't possess anything. It's all his 
when everything is in its proper order, there is a peace and a godly flow, and we experience true freedom in Christ. We are caretakers of some of the things that God has assigned us to or allowed us to be a part of, but we certainly don't possess it. Brad had a vision for this uh, podcast network. He and I talked about it back in December, and he showed me what the Lord was speaking to him. And we've been working this thing, man, and, and God's just sending the right people, and it's just all falling into place. But Brad is not in control of this podcast network. If you watched him Sunday night, he talked about how the Lord had spoken to him about stopping his Sunday night podcast. And he's doing a podcast with Leslie Drake, and another young man will be doing that Sunday night time slot. And Brad said, honestly, that he struggled with that. He loved doing the podcast. How long? Struggled with it for two months. But Sunday night, he declared, this is what the Lord has said, and this is what I'm going to do. And five days later, we've had multiple new people come on board and others that are looking for ways to come on board and be a part of what God's doing in this podcast network. Listen, let me say it again. We don't own anything. We don't control anything. We don't possess anything. It's all his. It's under his control. It's under his direction. And when we experience that and embrace that, we will experience a level of freedom that we have never experienced before. We're wrapping up in a few minutes. I want to leave you with some quotes that just kind of stood out to me this week. This one's from Chuck Swindoll. He said, your call will become clear as your mind is transformed by the reading of the word and the internal work of the Holy Spirit. The Lord never hides his will from us. In time, as you obey the call first to follow, your destiny will unfold before you. The difficulty will lie in keeping other concerns from diverting your attention. So, when, man, when we're focused on him and we're walking in that peace and we're walking in that freedom, God just begins to expose things and show us. And, and it's awesome, man. Warren Wiersbe said this, It's futile for us to try to serve God without the power of the Holy Spirit. Talent, training, and experience cannot take the place of the power of the Holy Spirit. Nothing takes the place of the anointing of God. Nothing. Corey Tenboom said this, trying to do the Lord's work in your own strength is the most confusing, exhausting, and tedious of all work. But when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, then the ministry of Jesus just flows out of you. Some final thoughts that I've got for today. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Thank you again for watching. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your comments. You, you guys are awesome. Uh, you, we, 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 this would not be as successful without your help without you watching, without you sharing with others what's going on, sharing on your own pages, subscribing to YouTube, all those things that we ask you to do. And so we say thank you. Whatever you're facing today, I want you to know God's bigger. He's bigger than any obstacle you're facing. He's bigger than any resistance that's in front of you. He's bigger than any mountain that you're looking at. He's bigger than any stress, and we could just go on and on and on down the line. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Cast your cares on him. Lean on him. Draw strength from him. He will never let you down. And as you do those things, you'll begin to experience a deeper level of freedom in Christ and peace. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll direct your paths. I just want to say thank you once again for watching tonight. You guys are awesome. Drop us a line, man. Shoot me a text. Shoot me a, a, a Facebook message, whatever, man. Send me an email, whatever you want to do. And uh, let me know if you got something out of this podcast, anything specific that spoke to you. Uh, if, if you have questions, be more than happy to, to answer those. 
And once again, thank you for your continued support of the Spirit-Led Life podcast and of BGTV Studios. God bless you. See you next week.